0: Everybody be cool. You be cool.
1: Good evening everyone and welcome to the Film and TV show with me Richard S. I hope you enjoyed the lovely hot Monday and you're going to be enjoying the rest of the week as well. So tonight we will be discussing films that didn't really need a sequel or a franchise or the unnecessary third film. I'm sure that you can think of hundreds off the top of your head. I have a list that uh, I will be putting out after the show for you to have a look on our Facebook page and on our Twitter page. Twitter is at The FTV Show and Facebook is at FTV Show. So, yeah. Um, one thing that I will just say quickly is that every every week, I, I, I wear a different film or TV-inspired uh, shirt, And it was pointed out to me by Andrew last week that I didn't actually tell people that I was doing this. It was kind of just a, a normal thing that I was doing. But uh, I'm going to be uh, putting out the the pictures of the T-shirts that I will be wearing and where I got them from. The majority of my T-shirts are actually from uh, a local company called Sorella Print, uh, done by uh, three of my friends, um, Louise, Tash and Amy Groom. Uh, and they run it and they, they make them themselves, which is great. So... So yeah, a little plug for them. So so yeah, so we're going to go through through those. Uh, no name that film today, unfortunately. And we're going to start the show with this little banger. <laughs> all cooler shaker there with Hush, which is from the film I Know What You Did Last Summer. Which leads me on to the first of my films that really shouldn't have had a sequel. I Know What You Did Last Summer with I Still Know What You Did Last Summer and I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer. Honestly, it just, it is that bad. The first one was awful as it was, but to have two additional ones... I guess Jennifer Love Hewitt really needed the money um, to do that, so a little bit disappointing with those, unfortunately. But they managed to get three films and a, a little mini franchise out of that, so uh, so well done. Um, the next one, Final Destination. Um, I don't really know where what, what to say about these these films, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, uh, they were good. the The very first one was was genius. That the whole you know, um, Visions and everything about the film was great. It was really, really good. Um, really enjoyed the first one, actually. And then the second one come out, and I was like, mm, okay, you know. And then you got to number three. Then you got to number number four, The Final Destination. And you think, yeah, good, it's ended. No. Final Destination 5 come out a couple of years ago with plans for 6 and 7. So, yeah, not really quite sure where else they're going with that. Um, next one Evan Almighty um, not a great film not Steve Carell's uh, shining light I would say uh, the, the the original film Bruce Almighty was brilliant I thought it was really good um, you had um, uh, I can't think what his name is now Jim Carrey Jim Carrey playing Bruce and Morgan Freeman playing God which was great and Steve Carell had the the funniest bit in the film when he just kind of mumbled some absolute gibberish live on air and that was great and they obviously thought, you know what, let's take that five seconds of yummy goodness and let's stick that into an hour and 40 minute film, which wasn't really that funny, wasn't really that good, didn't need to have been made. Uh Anchorman 2. Yeah, Uh the first one was okay. One of the most quotable films that I know, which is, is you know, it, it's pretty good, but The second one took several years before it came out. It kind of lost its charm. It wasn't as funny as the original. didn't really need to be made. I know that there was a clambering for it and there was a little thing going on on Facebook about trying to get another one on. But it really didn't need to be made, to be honest. Um, Yeah, People will disagree with me and there are some people out there that I know will disagree with me. It's just my opinion. If you disagree, that's perfectly fine. You can state your case on the Facebook page. Speed two. The first speed I thought was, was great. I loved it. You know, you had um, uh, Keanu Reeves in it, uh, Dennis Hopper, which was great. And the whole premise of it was really good. You know, and it, the, the thing that runs in my mind is from The Simpsons, where Homer Simpson goes on and on and on about a bus that couldn't slow down, had to keep its speed above 50. And if its speed dropped, then it would blow up. And I think it was called The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down. And that kind of sticks in my mind when I think of speed. The second one, on a boat, was a little bit ridiculous. There was no Keanu Reeves. It had Sandra Bullock in it. It 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 did nothing for me. I didn't. I, I really didn't understand it. To be honest, it's a shame because it, it could have been decent. Zoolander two. Um, first one wasn't that good. Second one was even worse. Less said about that, the better. Dumb and Dumberer. When Lloyd met Harry, it's a real shame because the F- Dumb and Dumber was was a great film. It's a classic film. It it was good because it was stupid, and it was good because the you had Jeff Daniels, you had Jim Carrey. They worked really well together, and it was a great premise for a '90s film. But to bring it out in the noughties, uh, well, 2000, mm, 2015... It just didn't work. The same gags, almost uh, from the nineties. It just didn't work. It, it, it just seemed like they did it for a paycheck, which is disappointing because it kind of diminishes the greatness of the first film. That makes any sense? I don't know. Uh, the Mummy, two, three, with the Scorpion King thrown in as well. It's kind of just rehashing everything over the you know over and over again, and then you kind of throw in. The Scorpion King played by The Rock, but it wasn't actually The Rock, it was just a really poor CGI version of him, and then they kind of took The Scorpion King and thought, you know what, we'll give him his own film, and then we'll give him a little mini-franchise of four films himself. And it's like, really? And they've just rebooted The Mummy with um, Tom Cruise. It looks half-decent, I'm hoping it's going to be good. It will probably be better than the original. The original wasn't that great anyway. It certainly didn't deserve to have a second and third film, and then, you know, a spin-off franchise as well. So, but again, you know, prove me wrong. Um, the next one's going to be a bit contentious um, for some people. I actually like like the films, but I don't think there was a need for another one. And that film is Home Alone. Uh, the original Home Alone, I thought, was it was genius. You know, you had a, a 10-year-old kid who was left alone. Parents have gone off. There's neglect there, but, hey, it's the film, so we'll let that go. And then he has to defeat burglars and he kits his house out and he you know, pretty much puts them through the ring. And it was great. As a kid growing up, you think, yeah, I could do that. I could absolutely do that. I hope someone burgles my house so that I can smack them in the face with some paint cans or I can stick a tarantula on their face or I can you know, whack them with this and shoot them with a BB gun and you know, stick a nail in their foot and drop an iron on their face and all this, that and the other. But then they brought out the second one where he goes to New York and it's like... It's the same premise, but it's it's in New York, and it's in his auntie and uncle's house. I mean the best part of that film was when he's chucking the bricks off the top of the top of the house that for me, that is the best part of the film, but I didn't really need that and then you had number three, number four with a totally different kid, and then you had number five, the Holiday Heist, which was a straight to dVD film along with three and four I might add it just kind of ruined it. And it just, yeah, didn't enjoy that, unfortunately. And then uh, Blues Brothers 2000. Any of you that that know me will know that the Blues Brothers is one of my all-time favourite films. I would actually rank it in my top five, and I'm very, very shy about where I rank certain films, but that is one I would definitely, definitely stick in the top five. And it was brilliant. Jim Belushi um, was absolutely amazing in that. Dan Aykroyd, absolutely amazing, and it was, it was kind of like a, one of those films that when you watch it, it re- especially if you love films, it just hits you, you know, with the music, you had Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, it was just amazing. And then when Jim Belushi dies, they then bring out Blues Brothers 2000, it just kind of didn't have the same power behind it. It wasn't a bad film, but it it really didn't need to be made, to be perfectly honest, I was a bit disappointed. Um, it kind of took the gloss off the original. It wasn't the worst sequel I've ever seen by a long shot, but I just, I don't, I just don't think it really needed to be, uh, to be made. That's just my opinion. Obviously, you're more than welcome to uh, to disagree with me. Um, but because we've got thirty thirty shows to go through, they're not in order. I might add, they're not all in order. They're just the thirty that out of my list that I've got. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to break up the me speaking, because it is just me this week. But I am going to break it up a little bit and stick in some music. Uh, and we're going to start with a song from the original Blues Brothers, followed by a very iconic song uh, by the, from the Bell Stars from uh, The Hangover.
2: listening to the Film and TV show with Richard S on Hereford Community Radio
0: Chicken milk
1: So there you go. That was the um uh, the Blues Brothers with Everybody Needs Somebody, which is one of my all-time favourite shows I might uh, songs from the film, I might add as well. And uh the Bell stars Iko Iko, which is from The Hangover, which leads me on to my next um my next film uh franchise. The Hangover. Um it it didn't need the it didn't need the second and third films, it really just needed the first one the first one was great the premise was good it was different it was original um and the whole the whole pretext around it was was good you know the uh the acting was good the dialogue was great the the locations was good the everything was great about it and the second and third just kind of rehashed the same stuff over and over it's kind of like oh i know what let's milk this cow a little bit more and get a little bit more um a little bit more money for it they were widely panned. I think the third one was was more panned, I think, than, than the actual second one. But they just didn't need to be done, unfortunately. Um, and it was disappointing uh, because it was a great premise which kind of just got stretched thinly. If they'd have gone any th- further, I think it probably would have broke them, to be honest, if the third one didn't already break it. But uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, Halloween. I'm an absolute horror lover. Love horror films. Love the original horror films because they were great, and the first two original Halloweens were brilliant. I thought the first one uh, was really good. It kind of teed up the second one when he was in the mental institution with Donald Pleasance. Unfortunately, because he kills him, it's, you know, it's, it's quite sad. Because I actually liked Donald Pleasance's um, actual presence as an actor in the first film. I thought it was really, really good. But the the rest of the films, I mean, Halloween, Free, Season of the Witch, it just literally went. I had no idea what they were thinking. If they were thinking, oh, you know, maybe we'll do this because this is a little bit different, you know, let's let's have a look at this, let's try something a bit different. No, stick to Michael Myers. Stick to what he does, which is going around and gutting people. That was the best part of the first and second film. Um, and then it just kind of went down here from there. I mean, you had uh, the return of Michael Myers, the revenge of Michael Myers, the curse of Michael Myers... Halloween H20, Halloween Resurrection, and then you had the reboots, uh, 1 and 2, which were just awful. They were terrible, terrible films. And it's iconic films that they should really just leave alone. But the fact that they actually just just stretched it out, I thought it was terrible. Uh, they should have left it at 1 and 2. Some people will argue that they should have just left it at 1, which... I can see their point. Maybe they should have just left it at one, but I thought number two kind of tied it up all nicely and it kind of filled it up in a nice little round bow, which is probably why they went to Season of the Witch. But still, you know, to, to bang on all those extra films as well, it was just, it, it was horrible. Similar goes for Resident Evil. Now, I know it's done about a game and there's loads of games, etc, etc, blah, blah, blah. It's just horrible. The first one was great, you know, it, it kind of really brought me back to when I first played the original Resident Evil game, and I loved it. I thought Mila Jovovich was great as Alice, I thought the casting was great, Michelle Rodriguez probably could have acted a little bit better, but, you know, it was one of her earlier films. And then they just kind of dragged it on for another six films. I mean, you had, uh, for instance, uh, you had original Resident Evil, which was great, then you had Apocalypse, Extinction, Afterlife. Retribution, the final chapter, which has just come out, and then they're talking about a reboot as well. It's kind of like, hang on a minute, let's look at them names: Apocalypse, Extinction. It's all about death and destruction, and yet she still manages to survive. Amazing that. Afterlife, it kind of goes after two massive, you know, big death things, and then you had Retribution. It's like, uh, kind of running out of ideas now, aren't you guys? Um, so yeah, that that wasn't great. And Underworld. My wife loves Underworld. Uh, she likes the like the films. I, I really could get into them, to be perfectly honest. The first one was great, and then it was kind of like yawn, you know. And then we, we watched the new one, Blood Wars, and I was like, really? It, it, it's just kind of like going round and round in circles. It's like all of these films have in common is that they just go round and round in circles. It's like, honestly? Come on. I know you're trying to make money and put people in a job, but come on. Seriously? I mean... You had Underworld and you had Evolution, Rise of the Lichens, Awakening, Blood Wars. It's like, oh, come on, you know, give it a rest, guys. Um, and then Scream. Now, I love Scream. I remember sitting watching it in a friend's house during the summer holidays. One of my American friends had got a bootleg copy from America before it came come out in England. And we were sitting around Anand and Grandad's house and we were sitting and watching it. And I remember the, the initial bit. At the, at, at the very, very beginning with Drew Barrymore, and I remember absolutely crapping my pants and jumping behind the sofa. It was that scary, you know, just that, what's your favourite scary movie? And it's just like, ah! And, you know, Maskface Face is the, the ultimate, for me, the ultimate modern uh, serial killer. Absolutely genius script, totally original. Wes Craven was an absolute master of the horror anyway, and this was a brilliant, brilliant film. But they then moved on to a second and a third and a fourth We've talk of a fifth and a sixth. And it's like, no, stop at the first one. Stop at, you know, at, at, at the end of that. Just, just stop. Just give it a rest, you know. And then uh, it's just like, oh, well, you've got, you've got to have a sequel. Oh, you've got to have a trilogy, you know. It all ends with the trilogy. And then they bring out a fourth one. It's like, oh, come on. You know, you're, you're literally killing an iconic modern serial killer you know the actual the actual character of of, of Face was was brilliant i absolutely loved it i thought it was great i even when i went to america i even bought the the mask itself you know and i bought the cape and everything and come halloween it was great A little rubber knife absolutely brilliant but yeah then they just dragged it out and it's like oh, no just i don't know what it is with hollywood wanting to just string out the same premise over and over again and try and you know try and make things Uh, scary for the audience It's like wow didn't see that coming about an hour ago you know didn't see that coming oh wow so unpredictable that was Uh, I'm terrible when I go to the cinema anyone who goes with me will tell you I'm absolutely terrible but hey ho it is what it is so speaking of Scream I'm going to leave you with a little bit of Nick Cave followed by an absolute banger from the 80s
2: the viaduct looms like a bird of doom as he ships and cracks. Where secrets lie in the border fires and the humming wise hey man, you know you're never coming back. Past the square, past the bridge, past the mills, past the stacks. Drinking soul, but there won't be a single thing listening to the Film and TV show with Richard S on Hereford Community Radio.
1: The charity that I'm fundraising for um, is the charity Shine, which is a bit of a mouthful, but it stands for Spina Bifida Hydrocephalus Information Networking Equality. Since being diagnosed with hydrocephalus, I've received so much support from the charity and I just feel that I want to give something back. To find out more, go to www.shinecharity.org.uk. So there we go. Uh, a little bit of overlap on some of the music there, so I do apologise for that. So moving on, then. So the next lot of films that I want to move into is uh, is the Taken films. Um it, the first one. I, I the first one, like many other movies, was a great premise. You know, the the original um, thought process behind the film was brilliant. I thought it was really really clever. There was plenty of uh, to and fro, there was plenty of bits in there to, to keep you going. Liam Neeson was great, obviously. But I think it it, it kind of, what best sums up two and three is what uh, Ryan Reynolds' character Deadpool said, and that was that what you know, what sort of father is he? You know, he's a really bad dad and really bad husband because all these people just keep coming after him. I mean, who, who seriously thought that after the first film, when he's murdered all them people, gutted them all, hunted them all down from literally next to nothing... And their dad thinks, do you know what? I'm going to go and annoy the hell out of that guy and I'm going to go and kidnap his his wife and his daughter. Yeah, nice one, mate. You know, whoever thought about that really needs to kind of think about where they're coming from because they were rubbish. Um, Fast and the Furious. The original one was really, really good. I thought the first one, because it was all about cars. It was all about the drag racing. It was all about um, the little sly bits that they do to get money, which was great. And then it kind of just petered off a little bit and kind of got a little bit too too serious about itself it wasn't it didn't really have anything to do with the original which was really sad Uh, i i mean they've pulled it all back with the fate of the furious which is number eight but the worst for me was tokyo drift i thought it was absolutely horrendous you know that they kind of had the first two based around the original characters and then they chuck in some random guy with han with the, the most Southern American accent that you will ever, ever hear and kind of has nothing to do with it until number seven or the end of number six, beginning of number seven. And then you kind of think, well, actually, yeah, it, it ties in there, but they, they needn't have bothered. They really needn't have bothered because it was just it was just horrible. And I liked The Fate of the Furious. I liked the last one, number eight. I thought it was really good. I thought it kind of harked back to the original, which is what I said when I did my review of it a couple of weeks ago. Um, and the original was great. All the others were kind of just pointless. I know that they were building up to what happened in The Fate of the Furious, but still, it's just, there was no need. Um, next up on my hit list, The Matrix. The first Matrix was just mind-blowing. Out of this world, phenomenal. You know, it, it was one of those films that when you watch, you think, Damn this is actually like one of the best films ever. And it was. And it all kind of finished up neatly in a nice little bow at the end of the film when he kind of went back into the Matrix, told them to shove it up their backsides and then flew away like Batman, uh, like Superman. And then they bring up Reloaded and then Revolutions. And they kind of, in Revolutions, they kind of forgot that Reloaded even existed and was kind of like, well, yeah hang on, this is still kind of going, this is still here, and it's like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? Stop at the original Matrix. You don't need to go into more detail. All you're doing is you were just confusing the hell out of people. Just stop. I know that it was a great film, yes. The CGI was brilliant, the script was amazing, the premise was amazing, and then the Wachowskis just decided, actually, let's just go and screw that up by bringing out Reloading and Revolutions. It's like, oh, my days. Honestly, I know you want to build a little mini franchise over it, but but please just just stop. Um, next, Transformers. Um, loved Transformers as a kid. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. One of my favourite TV programmes as a kid. Absolutely loved it. And when the first film came out, I was like, yes, cannot wait. And when you first when you hear that first initial Transformer sound, and when you first get that glimpse of Optimus Prime, it's kind of like yes. Get in. But then they bring out God knows how many other films. Uh, Revenge of the Fallen, Dark of the Moon, uh, Age of Extinction, and then The Last Night, which is coming out in the next couple of weeks, which I will go and see purely for review purposes. But it's like, seriously, you could have just left it at the first one. I know Michael Bay likes to blow stuff up and he likes to, you know, shove all of his budget on blowing crap up and just... You know all that CGI stuff, but after Shia LaBeouf left, and, and Marky Mark come in, it's kind of like meh, bothered. I don't really care. At least with LaBeouf as Witwicky, he kind of has a, a premise around him. He kind of has a, a you know a focal point. He he ties into the Transformers through his great grandfather. You know, so it kind of it kind of ties in with that. But then you've just got some guy who picks up Bumblebee in a yard sale and just kind of just leaves next. it's like what you, you, you're kind of scraping the edge of the barrel there so it was that that was the most disappointing thing for me i think is that they they really have been scraping the barrel with the transformers films um i think i could probably let uh revenge of the fallen go probably let it go i it didn't need a sequel certainly didn't need the third or fourth ones. It certainly doesn't need any more, but there are more planned Transformer films, which are just... It's just a money-making cash cow, and people will go and see it. The diehards will go and see it, and it's those ones that need to just kind of wake up and think, hang on a minute, Michael Bay is just selling us up a stream without a paddle because it is the same regurgitated crap all the time. Uh, And lastly, for this little segment, Scary Movie. Um... I loved Scary Movie. The first one was funny. It was really, really funny. It was a really nice take on the horror films. And, and you know, I mean, Scream played a massive part around that as well, which is fine because it, it's a parody film. And it was great and they got a lot in it and the Wines Brothers were really funny. And I, I actually find them really funny. They were funny in White Chicks. Um, it, it, the premise was great because it was the first parody film that had ever been done and it was done around scary movies which was great because at that time it was all about horror films it was all about scary movies it was all about trying to scare the audience so whoever thought it was a great idea to put a twist on that and make people pee their pants was brilliant and I actually thought the first one was funny but the other four not so much you know you had scary movie two, three, four, and 5 it's like how many times can you say the same gags over and over and over? How many times can you use the same material but kind of just twist it a little bit and then do it again? And, you know, I don't even remember seeing Scary Movie 4 or 5 even at the cinema. If it was, then someone obviously went to see it, but I certainly didn't. I don't even remember seeing it, and I remember seeing a lot of films that that are built to come up. So, but, yeah, it was just... It was disappointing I think with uh, with the scary movie films because it was a great original premise like everything like I've said already and it just they just ruined it they just ruined what was something fundamentally different in in the movies and it's not often that people in Hollywood come up with something that's a lot different that is a lot you know it has a lot to offer the audience in terms of how to keep them keep their attention how to keep them entertained some of the films that are coming out now, it's just regurgitated rubbish. It's just the same old stuff. You know, they're running out of ideas. I mean, they're even remaking films from the 80s. It's like, hang on a minute. We've got to that stage of, uh, of Hollywood, have we? So, so yeah, it's, uh, it, yeah, it was disappointing, to, to, to be honest. But, but hey-ho. So, from, uh, from Scary Movie, I'm going to leave you with this song from Fountains of Rain, Wayne, uh, followed by the uh, iconic song, from transformers as well so hopefully it might bring back uh it might kind of flood your memories when you hear it but we'll see
2: To the film and TV show with Richard S.
1: was that then did that not bring back memories it absolutely should have done i tell you what because whenever i hear that i instantly think of the end sequence of transformers it absolutely just kind of hammers home the end sequence of transformers to me uh, absolutely love love that song from linkin park so uh moving on then my next uh, next shows on my hit list jurassic park Um, What can you say about Jurassic Park? I mean, Jurassic World was average. Uh, They've got Jurassic World 2 coming out. The Lost World was a bit meh. Um, Kind of same film, different island, uh, with the added twist of the dinosaur going to New York, I think it was, on a boat, and then, you know, with the baby and everything, kind of like, you know, it was a shame. It was a real shame. They should have just left it as it was because I thought that the legacy of the first one kind of withstood, and it still stands the test of time now. It's still one of those films that everyone will sit and say, oh, Jurassic Park, and it's just that iconic music um, is just absolutely brilliant. The score for Jurassic Park, I must say, actually, is is absolutely out of this world. The, the actual score, not the, the soundtrack, the score of it. So all the music that plays in the background is absolutely uh, phenomenal. Really, really enjoyed that. Um, but the other films, not so much... Jurassic World, I was bitterly disappointed uh, about, to be perfectly honest. Um, But some people loved it, which is great. You know, it's Jurassic Park for the new world, but I just thought it was kind of a needless additional film, personally, but, you know. Uh, Child's Play. Anyone remember Child's Play? I absolutely love Chucky. There is a shop in Peterborough in Riverside Gate near Asda, which has a massive life-size Chucky doll. And every time I go past it, I just wish I had 90 quid so I could just buy it and stick it in my bedroom. It would absolutely scare the crap out of my wife. But I love Chucky. Absolutely love Chucky. And I thought, for a 70s film, late 70s, early 80s film, that was brilliant because it was just... it, it, It was evil it was really really evil you know this killer this killer doll it's going like hang on a minute kids in the you know the, the late 70s early 80s they have these dolls they have these sort of things and it's like Do you know what let's bring it to life and let's kill people and it's like yes yes that is genius but don't drag it out cuz i mean you've got child's play which was great and then you've got child's play 2 child's play 3 the bride of chucky the seed of chucky go figure what the seed of chucky is the Curse of Chucky. Ooh. And the new one that's coming out this year, The Cult of Chucky. And it's like, come on. Are you seriously running out of ideas? Leave Chucky where he is. Dead. Don't keep resurrecting him. You know, he looks exactly the same. He's just kind of been slightly updated with the CGI. But just leave it be. Just leave Child's Play as it is. Because Child's Play was an absolutely brilliant, brilliant film. Uh, Police Academy. I love police academy. I absolutely love police academy the The first one is brilliant uh the guy that plays Jones who does all the voices amazing. I saw a video of him actually recently, and it was it just had me in stitches. It was on facebook and it, it just uh, michael winslow if you can if you want to google him Michael Winslow, he is absolutely brilliant. the man t- of ten thousand voices. Uh, and he holds a record for it as well. Apparently, Guinness Book of Records. So, yeah. Um, The less said about all the additional films for that, the better, I think, because they were just rubbish. Um, Saw. Someone mentioned Saw on my Facebook Live. Uh, Awful films. Awful. The first one was genius. Absolute genius. Every film from that is just a a poor imitation. They are just horrible. There are eight Saw films. Eight. I mean... uh, I I don't get it, I don't, maybe I'm the only one, but I just don't get it, I don't get, it's not scary anymore, it's like, oh look, there's a bit of gore, oh look, someone's lost a head, oh look, there goes a finger, there goes an eye, a leg, it's like, yawn, I'm bored, you know, I I don't get it, Uh, I'm just, maybe I'm just boring, but I just, I, I liked the first one, I thought it was great, the little twist at the end was perfect, summed up the entire film, but the rest uh, I've just kind of given a miss. Um, men in Black, who doesn't like Men in Black? It's great. Love Men in Black, the original film. Everyone knows the uh, you know the theories around Roswell and you know the, the the Men in Black and the guys that come and they 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 wipe your memory and they they take all your stuff and they you know they do they keep you safe and blah blah blah. It was brilliant. Loved the first one. Will Smith was absolutely amazing in it I thought it was brilliant Tommy Lee Jones also amazing as well um, they didn't really need to bring out a number two and a number three I don't know why they did number two maybe maybe there was enough for it I, I, I don't know but for me I just kind of thought no there's just no no need um, so yeah um that's you know that's what I think about them So, and because of uh, talking about Men in Black, I'm going to stick this bad boy on. It's the MIBs, uh, here
3: come the MIBs. In black, remember that just in case we ever face to face and make contact. The title held by me, MIB means what you think you saw, you did not see. So don't blink. big what was dead, is now gone. Black suit with the black ray bands on. Walk a shadow, move a silence, guard against extra terrestrial violence. But yo, we ain't on no government list. We straight don't exist. No names and no fingerprints. Saw something strange, watch your back. Cause you never quite know where the MIBs is at. Uh eh. Tonight on the horizon, bright light into sight, tight camera zoom on the impending doom. But then like boom, black suits fill the room up with the quickness, talk with the witnesses. Hypnotize up, normalize up, vivid memories turn to fantasies. Ain't no MIBs, can I bleed? Do what we say, that's the way we kick it, Yeah you know I mean? But some the noisy cricket get wicked on you. with your first, last, and only line of defense against the worst scum of the universe. So don't fear us, cheer us, if you ever get near us. Don't jeer us, with are fearless. Uh,
1: So I'm just going to cut that off right there because I've still got a few more bits I want to get through before I get to the final song. So just quickly moving on, I'm going to quickly rattle through these ones as notable... Uh, additions to uh to my list alien alien and aliens perfect all the rest absolutely rubbish next pirates of the caribbean first one i thought was great johnny depp brilliant as an absolutely drunked up uh keith richards brilliant the rest not so much i mean you have uh dead man's chest at world's end on stranger Tides, and the new one dead men tell no tales and Salazar's Revenge. They can't decide on what they want to call it. So that kind of tells you how good the film is actually going to be. I'm hoping it's going to be decent, actually, to be honest. But hey-ho. Uh, Predator, plus all of the AVP, you know, the Alien versus Predator. Oh, my God, give it a rest. The first Predator was brilliant with Arnie. The second one in the city with Danny Glover. Oh, my days. That was just awful. Awful. Move on. Mission Impossible. Oh, God. Hated the rest. The original one was brilliant. Hated the rest. Don't even know why they bother. Tom Cruise clearly just needed to make some extra money to pay for his divorce to get your homes or to give to Silentology Church. Who knows? And the last one, Die Hard. Uh, the first two were great, Die Hard and Die Harder. All the others were just rubbish. There's just no need. I mean, you've got Die Hard with a Vengeance. Um, live Free or Die Hard, as it's known in America, or Die Hard 4.0 if you're any normal person here in the UK. And then A Good Day to Die Hard. Ugh. What a horrible name for a film. And then you've got the next one, Die Hard, Year One. Yeah, well original that is. So bro, thanks. So that is my uh that is my top thirty. There are obviously loads, loads more, which I'm gonna publish on our Facebook page and on our Twitter page as well. If you're not on the Facebook page, please like us. Give us a little like. Uh we are FTV show. If you just type into the search bar FTV show, or you can type the film and TV show on Heriwood Radio and we will come up. And on Twitter we are uh, at the FTV show. So thank you very much. Um, we won't be back next week because it's bank holiday, so they're closed up for the day. I will be back in two weeks. Uh, I hope that you will listen in then. I, uh, I really do. And, um, and yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much.
2: There is one more thing. It's been emotional. i Community Radio.